This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine people that support us through Patreon.com backslash Red Bull Rant. Head on over there to support us and get exclusive content when we fucking feel like it. We want to send a special thanks to Chris Adamick, the Maeve, Maeve Dartinez, Pierre, Eddie Delecto, and Jeremiah Dempster. As always, thanks, guys. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the Shin of Wrens. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Iapico. I'm Truman, and this is episode 444, If This Is It. You want you want to sing it, Jay? You want to sing that the song? I'm blanking on at the moment. Wow. It's just not it's not coming to my head. I don't know why. You don't know your 1980s Huey Lewis in the news then. No, I know the song. I just can't think of the lyrics at the moment. Please let me know. Come on. All I could think of is the, is the chorus, if, the, if this is it. That's the only thing I could think of at the moment, honestly. <laughs> Sorry, my brain's not in 1980s mode, apparently. Yeah, I'll do karaoke one of these days. <laughs> yeah, my, my mind is in 1970s mode with uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail coming back to theaters for two nights in December. It's only a model. <laughs> only. Uh, for those of you who are curious what I'm talking about, Monty Python and Holy Grail is this great movie from the, early, the late 1970s. And for the 48 and a half year anniversary, <laughs> they're bringing it back for two nights. I believe it's December 3rd and December 6th. So, If you've never heard of that movie, my guess is you don't listen to this podcast. Or I they're really 90% young. 90% of the people who actually listen to the show know what that movie is. So, someone that works with me has never seen it, but in fairness, they are young compared to me, which makes me feel old, but it is what it is. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, who would have thought? And so I think the last episode we had was two weeks ago, right? Right before, or maybe three weeks ago. I can't remember exactly when. Who would have thought before the last two games? that the Red Bulls would be in a position to control their own destiny for the playoffs. Well, I'll tell you two people didn't, and that's the two of us. Clearly, because I, <laughs> we both predicted losses against Cincy, and I even made mine the true believer because I was the only I was going to come back in the prediction stuff. So thank you, Red Bulls, for fucking me over and not getting me the belt. <laughs> well, well, when do you want to talk about it? Do you want to talk about who won the prediction standings now or later? I just said fuck the Red Bulls for not giving me the belt. I mean, I just, oh. is that pretty clear? So what you're saying is you're going to get your screen capture ready. God damn so, it. So everyone can see what is staying in my possession for yet another year. I'm never giving it back. I told you this before the before the beginning of the season. It's staying right here. All right, hold on. Keep it up for a second. Actually, never mind. You're good. Boom. Right there. You don't have your finger. I don't have the finger, but I got your... Uh... 
believe that says uh, champion right there. Champion. Again. Stu- Stupid Meaford making a belt. Yeah, that was a terrible idea of you. You should have kept the old <laughs> classic WWE one. Because <laughs> you're never going to see this again. This is it. You get to see it in this picture. We're going to go WWE route. We'll make a secondary title just, just because. <laughs> put a big X on it. Got to put a big X on it like CM Punk. So here it is. Better luck in 2024, I guess. Yeah. I should have just started the show like this, right? I should just should I just do this for us the podcast. Hold on, let me let me get another photo of that one. There you go. Hold on. Let's get there. We go. We don't want too much of the television in it. There. It's a lot. That's a lot of TV. There we it's go. It's so shiny. It's so shiny. <clears throat> oh, it's okay. That was to my. So I didn't save the first one apparently, but that's okay. Should actually, you know, edit this photo. But I'll take care of that later. Actually, no, hold on. I get one more because your eyes are closed. If we're, if we're going to do this. This is great radio, by the way. Yeah, that's fantastic. Everyone's riveted. Okay, that was a good one. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to post it after we're done. Boom. Thank you. Just save that for now. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So, yeah, clearly Truman's won or kept the belt, retained it. Like Roman Reigns. <clears throat> Except with the possibly... Longer title run at some point. Yes, right. <laughs> might, who's going to go longer, me or Roman? That's that's the real question. Um, so the Red Bulls are, and we'll we'll get to scenarios, but they are currently in control of their own destiny for the playoffs. They went into Cincy, ruined the Shield celebration uh, with a two-one victory. Uh, took care of business at home against Toronto three nothing like they absolutely should have fucking done because Toronto's garbage. Um, got a fair bit of help, including Miami this week. But we'll talk about how stuff is shaping up. But we talk about that. We should get to our tweets. So Truman, do you have those ready to read? Got them. Got a bunch, which is nice. I don't know if there's much there. Okay, I was gonna say I don't know how many no, we there's, got. No, there's but. a good amount. Yeah, there's a good amount after the uh, Cincy game. Uh, Metro Truck said, by keeping hope alive, do you mean prolong the suffering? Uh, we're, by the way, we're still prolonging the suffering, as you can see. Uh, Accurate Taxi Steven Santos was one of my favorite memes of all time. And that, is, of course, of J- is Jim Morris. Playoffs? Playoffs? So like we can win a game. Talk about playoffs. Uh, Steve H. at Steven RBNY7 said, as bad as they've been this season, last night showed that they are, they are only quality finisher away from being relevant in the league. Does that make it good for the Red Bulls or bad for the rest of the league? Steve, I agree. They also need a good midfielder to get them, get that guy the ball. <clears throat> I think this team has proved for several seasons their defense is fantastic. They never, they're, they usually don't lose a game by a wide margin. It's usually a one basic, game. They're basically the New York Jets. Right. Yeah. They're just, they're that quarterback away, right? That doesn't blow out his Achilles. At, at least Zach Wilson is, has turned in from a guy that turns the ball over to a game manager. So at least there's that, apparently. Yep. Um, so Steven Santos actually also added, we beat a first-place team, wow, and held the lead. Uh, Mocha at iMocha said, should Menwaf cut his hair earlier in the season? And then uh, say no to fascists uh, at NYC underscore Ty said, they're going to break our hearts again. It's the hope that kills. Yeah, of course that's what they're going to do. I mean, come on. 
so let's talk about the three nothing win over Toronto. Our friend Eddie Pierre Delecto said, "Well, I did this yet, despite the, these fuckers won. I'm so confused." And he had a bag on his head that said "fire everyone," which I absolutely love. And I'm gonna like that tweet now, even though you posted it almost ten days ago, more than ten days ago. Uh, Tonino M. If they make the playoffs, I have a feeling nothing will change next season. No good talent, just young and cheap. Part of me wants them to miss the playoffs as a wake-up call. I agree, but I will say this. I think even if they don't make the playoffs, they're still not going to do anything. So The, ba- the fact that they're at the edge of the playoffs, I think, was enough to – I mean, we heard during – at least I heard during the, the game because I was listening to the RBNY audio feed that Lassane is the front-runner for the job next year. And I think we – I talked about he – at least in our eyes, didn't earn the job for next year. But what do we know? Right. Um, our good friend Anthony said they've looked good this week. Took too long to get here. Front office probably thinks this is proof that they don't need to spend, which is not what fans want. MLS in general needs to spend more. The championship pays better than this league. Agreed. But we have. Uh, we can get. To, well, actually, that reminds me about a dumping run thing. But go ahead. Uh, we have wacky caps, and and this league's just so strange. Um, Metro Truck again, waiting until the last moment to rip your heart out. Absolutely. Uh, Steve Santos, after this game, I feel like these wins are too, a little too, are too little too late for a chance at the playoffs. And then our friend Ruchesco said, a routine win against a shit team. This shouldn't feel as good as it did. But doesn't beating Toronto always feel good? Well, of course. When they're crap or when they're good. You know what my favorite one was? My favorite one was, and I... Might have been a little bit before your time, but our last year, actually, I mean, the last time we didn't make the playoffs, um, the last game was against Toronto at home at Giant Stadium before we moved into Red Bull Arena. Uh, Toronto needed to win the game uh, to make the playoffs, and we beat the hell out of them. I can't tell you what the final score was. It was like 3-0, 4-0. It was bad. We, We beat their brains in at Giant Stadium in the torrential downpour. Evan was soaking wet. Um... But that was fun to watch. And their Toronto fans were there to watch them get eliminated from the playoffs. Oh, what a time that was to be alive. Yeah, that was that's before that that was I think half a year before I showed up. Had it been the two thousand uh It would have been oh nine. Two thousand eight. Okay, year and a half then. Well what season though oh you're right, two thousand nine was the last year at Giants. Because twenty twenty ten was Red Bull Arena's opening. Yeah. I remember this because I went to the JPA free kick goal against Houston, which is right before the World Cup that year. So, <clears throat> can I go to the last game? Bump, bump. Oh, five nothing. So there you go. Mac Kanji scored two goals, and Juan Pablo Angel scored two goals. And yeah, Matthew Kanji, Muta scored one. Kanji's a name I've heard in a while. The Kanji man did. So there you go. Five nothing. I have pictures from that. Uh, that day, that, that was that was quite a scene, man. Quite a scene. Kind of reminds me when you or I were in D.C. for the final game at RFK. Yeah. Oh, that was fantastic. <laughs> oh, what a delight that was. Oh, this belt's yeah. so heavy. It's so heavy, Jay. It's so heavy. I wish someone would take it off my shoulder. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to read the Brooklyn Dodgers. It's always next year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... Before we get talked about play anything with playoffs, let's talk about these games. Uh, likes, dislikes. What did you dislike about these two games? Biggest dislike. Um, we didn't see these kind of performances the entire season. I think that's the big one. 
Now, everyone's going to tell you they played a Cincinnati B squad, and everyone's going to tell you that they played the worst team in MLS at home. But we were playing bad teams and still losing. And we were playing almost B teams and, and losing on the road. So, I mean, if they play like this all year, they're probably in the middle of the playoff spot. That I mean, that's the that's the thing that absolutely just drives you nuts. It's it's the classic. Where was this team winning two games in a row? And I mean, the the point about who we beat. You know what doesn't care about who you play and when? It's called the standings. Right. All it cares is about is how many wins, losses, and draws we have. Yep. You, you play you play the schedule you're given. You play the the players that are on the field. That's just how it goes. We won. I don't know why our backs had to be had to be against the wall basically for shit to happen, but I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not. It's weird. I'm not necessarily thrilled to go into the playoffs because I just know it's gonna be disappointment. Yeah, hundred percent, it will be. I mean, that's, that's but the I, I, I I feel like we at least deserve the, the playoff spot just to own the record for longest active playoff streak. Because right now we're tied with Seattle for thirteen. Would it feel good, though, knowing that if they they go to the playoffs, that they would be in the playoffs and NYCFC and D.C. would not? Well, it's already good because D.C.'s already not in the playoffs. Correct. Even though when you go to the standings, they are, but we all know well, they're not. Well, yeah, well, well, like I said, we'll get to that in a minute because I, I find it really funny, but I want to focus on the games first. Uh, my yeah. my dislike um, – and, and it's, it's kind of a – of course, it's – that's a fucking Metro moment of in the Cincinnati game where we look like we may get away with not giving up a penalty kick, go immediately go down the field and score. And then VAR overturns it. We lose our goal, give up the penalty kick. And then, and I don't blame Cornell for not getting it because, you know, it's a fucking crapshoot for goalies, not saving the penalty kick. And then we give up that goal. <laughs> I feel like that, that whole, the whole sequence is just so fucking Metro. All right. Uh, likes for this. Uh, the fact, oh, I was go gonna ahead. say the fact that we scored three against mm-hmm. Toronto. I don't care who it is, we scored three. That's just, that's I think the second time this year we scored three goals in the game. Um, I'm just gonna be very very specific and say the best part was Michael Bradley's terrible turnover. That's what you get for being on Toronto. Oh yeah. I think I think we turned them over right into retirement. I think that's what happened. <laughs> that I mean, that move was so devastating. He retired immediately. It, I mean, we that game gave Toronto the wooden spoon. Bradley looked at it. He's like, "Well, fuck this shit. I'm done." Yep. It's like after after that turnover and and getting the spoon, I'm I'm out. So, oh well. But fitting to a degree that his last sort of meaningful game is going to be the one, one or at least one of them was at Red Bull Arena against his former team. You know what the real insult was, though, right? Tom Barlow scored the goal. You know, it, I honestly, I don't fucking care who scored. I just want some. It's like I say about. I, I said this to my cousin uh, when I went to a wedding a few weeks ago, and it's about talking about Zach Wilson. I was like, honestly, I don't care if Zach Wilson's the quarterback. I just want the team to do well. So you know what? If Tom Barlow scores, means we're going to do well. I'll take it. I do. I think it's going to happen on a regular basis. No, but if that's what ends up happening, fine. I'll. I'll. I can live with success. So I'm not going to argue it. Just the thought that, again, your last moment, one of your final moments on the field, is not only turning the ball over, not only giving up a goal, 
but that goal was scored by Tom Barlow. Not Messi. Not a not a Thierry Henry. Not, a not even winner. Not even an Eddie Gavin. No, no, it was Tom Barlow. All right. Uh, any afterthoughts? M- more of this, I guess. Just more of being ready to play up up to games. Goals and winning chances. Yeah. Again, I know crap team. B team Columbus, but you still beat them in your in their house. When they should have been hyped up to win that game. Yeah. And could have been hyped up to literally knock the Red Bulls out of playoff contention. Yeah. I mean, the fans clearly were. Yeah. Yeah, they were not amused. Yeah. <clears throat> Which I have to say, I find it really funny seeing all the salty um, Cincy fans. Like, every single time we beat them, they, they're so fucking salty about the fact that we beat them. Yeah. I just don't, I don't get it. I mean, are we are are we still that in their heads because of the Open Cup like three years so. ago? I think it still burns them up. Yeah, I think they're still upset over it. <clears throat> All right, well, let's uh, talk playoff scenarios now. So, first off, you mentioned DC. So DC currently sits in ninth in the Eastern Conference. They have no more games to play because there's only 15 teams, and therefore you can't have every team play on the last day of the season. They are tied on points with us, New York City, Chicago, and I believe the last team is Charlotte. I need to double-check this data because I don't remember where Charlotte is. That's in North Carolina. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. But I meant standing-wise. You're welcome. Thought so, I'd yeah. help you out. So, D.C., New York – or sorry, D.C., Red Bulls, Chicago, Charlotte are all at 40 points. New York City's at 38. I was wrong with New York City. Um, DC is already eliminated from the playoffs. It's amazing that they, they have to go into last week not being able to do anything and just sit back and watch themselves yeah. not even make it. Yeah. <clears throat> so the reason that they are out is because Chicago and New York City play each other. And that game, regardless of however it ends, at least one team makes it to 41 points. Yeah, and that automatically knocks them out. Exactly. So DC, no matter what, is out because number nine in the Eastern Conference at minimum is 41 points. Yeah. For the Red Bulls, this is what happens. If they lose, they're done. It doesn't even matter because they can't get to 41 points. If they draw, they need... New York City, Chicago match to end in the draw. This way they, they are tied with Chicago, which they will have the goal difference on. They need Charlotte to lose or draw to Miami because they own the tiebreaker. So that's the only way with the draw that we that the Red Bulls get in on a draw. On a win, it doesn't matter whatever happens. The only real fluke way we don't make it, if that's the case, is uh, if Chicago basically makes up a 7 uh, goal difference in the standings and Montreal happens to uh, win their game. That's the only way we don't get in with the, with the win. So pretty much if we take care of business in Nashville, it's we're, we're in, it doesn't matter. Hopefully against a team that really has nothing to play for in Nashville. The, they have playoff positioning to play for. That's it. So they have nine, right? So it's, they can go from seven to fifth. 
I'm not sure because I don't know if they own tiebreakers. They don't own the goal difference over in New England, but I don't know about the – oh, they definitely don't own goals four, so no, they're not. There's no way. So the best they could do is six, I think. But still, so no, six again, for seven is – crazy. Right. It's nothing huge. Six for seven, you're talking Orlando City or Philadelphia in the first round. Yeah. So um, the Red Bulls, in theory, could be end up in eighth – Place, which would mean the wild card game at home in a do or die situation. Uh, if Montreal does not get a win and the Red Bulls do, that's how they get into eighth. Let's see, who's Montreal playing? Because I don't remember. Uh, Columbus at home. Columbus. No, Columbus on the road. Okay, so it's possible that they get at least a point out of that game. Mm-hmm. So, probability wise, I would think. The Red Bulls have the best chance of making it out of the teams that are on the bubble, basically. Because they had the most situations that would help them out. So they're the bubble boys. They live yeah. in the bubble. All right. So with that, let's now talk about the uh game coming up on Saturday at Nashville. Uh that will be on uh the Saturday the twenty first. Uh the game is not seven thirty PM as it usually is. It is six because six is the window for all of the Eastern Conference games. And then I think eight or eight thirty is all the Western Conference games. So decision day, how they, you know, all these at one time. So that's six o'clock is our window. Hmm. Nashville comes in with a 13, 10, and 10 record, a plus eight goal difference, 49 points, seventh in the Eastern Conference. Their last five, they have one win, one loss, and three draws. So relatively middling in terms of their recent form. I know it's over, but we still got to do predictions. Truman, what is your prediction for the last regular season game of the year? Okay. So what do we do? Right. Isn't this the question? Do we, do we, do I make a crazy win prediction getting my hopes up? Do I predict the loss? So it reverse jinxes them that they somehow win. Um, or do they just get a draw and just be stupid? Um, I'm God. I don't know. I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Dax McCarty scores five own goals and the Red Bulls win five zero. So make he's, sense? Basically, he's basically doing us a solid, is what you're saying. Correct. Correct. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go slightly different. I want to check one thing before I want to make sure. Okay, yep, I'm I'm right. So I'm going to go slightly different. I think it's going to be a four nothing win, but I think I think Dax and Alex and Wheel are going to split the load a little bit, Mm -hmm. and they'll each get two own goals. Oh, I like that. I like that. Just just one, not to make it as obvious. Right. Yeah, you don't want to completely like (laughs) yeah tip off the bookies. (laughs) Exactly. And then two, of course, you know, they're they're both doing it for their their what in theory bigger club that they've yeah. been part of. So I think that's where we're going. I like it. Uh all right, moving on. New York Red Bulls two. They did not make it in the MLS next pro playoffs. They lost their second round matchup to New England two, two to one. Yeah, it's the academy they got playing time so that's all that really right. matters yeah 
Uh, Gotham FC, they finished the regular season with an 8-7-7 and record, a plus-one goal difference, 31 points, number six in the East, which is the last in for the NWSL playoffs. And I think they clinched that spot on the last day, too. They did. Skin of their teeth. Yep. Uh, Their first playoff match is going to be... uh, on Sunday, the 22nd, 7 p.m. at the North Carolina Courage. Um, I want to talk about playoffs, but we're going to say it for the Democrat first. It is time for the Red Bull F1 update. And box now, box, box now, box for hard. Stay out, stay out, stay out. Fuck, fuck! Why, what, 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 where do we leave off with this team? We all know Max is the champ. Did we lead off of him just having to win the sprint, which he did? Yes, yes, yes. That's it was it was right before Qatar is where we uh, last talked about it. He decides to just go win the sprint and uh, and the championship race right then and there, and then uh, go on to win the race as well. So and, and not pass out while doing so. Yeah. Um, but hey, if if you're looking for a weekend to get into it, obviously the pressure's off. Um, they are in Austin, Texas this weekend. So perfect time to watch a race because it'll be right in the afternoon. Um, we got five races left, I believe. We have Austin. We have Mexico. We have Brazil. We have Vegas. Vegas and then we have Saudi Arabia. I think it's the last one. Dhabi. Oh, Abu Dhabi. Okay. Yeah. So five races left. Um, five races for Checo to get his shit together. Make sure he finishes second in the standings. Uh, plenty of time for Ferrari and Mercedes to to duke it out a little bit there. So there's still there's still plenty of good racing to watch. Um, still should be pr- pretty captivating. Yep. <clears throat> so for those of you who don't, because we, you know, it's been a few weeks. Red Bulls won the constructors championship, which means they're the best team over the season. Uh, Max is the best driver over the season. He, nobody can surpass him on points. Perez is Sergio Perez is 30 points ahead of Lewis Hamilton right now in the standings for the drivers. So that race is close. Yep. With five, he's got to get his shit together to with these five races left. Of course, it, it it helped a lot that Hamilton got knocked out of the very first lap <laughs> in a kind of funny crash. Yeah, that was that was ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, when I, I texted you. I needed you need to have the soundbite where he goes. He says we're knocked out by my own teammate. When I when I texted you, I had to be very careful because I didn't know if you're. That's why I asked if you're just watching. And when you said no, I was like, all right, it's like shit happened in the first lap, and I left it at that. Yeah, <laughs> did it ever. Uh, so yeah, that's that's the uh, F1 update. All right, uh, with that, it is time for the dumping grounds. I'm the trash man. All right, so a few things to talk about. First, uh, I want to talk about the playoffs because this fucking format that MLS has is kind of stupid. Uh, the one in, one and done for the wild card, I get. A best of three for the next round. Uh, I know it's, this is purely Apple's doing because they want more games. Yeah. But then to take a week off, before we resume the tournament it makes no sense. And then go in single elimination after that. Like what if you're gonna do fucking best of three, 
why not just keep it going? I mean, never made sense to you. At least, or maybe do best do do the two leg series, bring that back again, and then I don't know. I I also kind of wish if we were going to do this best of three and just go to the penalty kicks that we just bring back the MLS 1.0 penalty kicks where you run yeah, in from the like 30 yards out. Yeah, yeah. whatever break whatever it is. Like, let's just bring that penalty kick back because at least that makes it more entertaining than the spot kick. Yeah, that was fun. And I feel like the goalie at least has somewhat of a chance from that. The funniest part, too, is why this league looks really silly is every other American professional league has been doing the same playoff format for the most part for a long time. I mean, baseball just added a few more teams, but they didn't they didn't get crazy. They don't just change it every couple of years to something completely ri- ridiculous. Um, why can't MLS just figure it out? I don't think it's that hard to figure it out and just settle. Yeah. I don't know. You know, the NFL does quite fine with single game elimination playoff format. Yeah. Where the and home even, team has a thing called the home field advantage. And they even added, even when they added teams, it didn't dilute. Right. The, the, the quality of the playoffs. Right. <clears throat> if you are, I, I think, I think one of the bigger issues, is the fact that we have nine teams per conference. Right. When, when over your half your league makes the playoffs, what's the point? Yep. Like, we might as well just do coin flips to determine the nine seeds and just leave the rest at home and not even play the regular season. Yeah. AJ, do you appreciate that you can watch the um, the football game and the reflection of this championship belt? Look at that uh, replay, Look at that replay I, of the game. Look at this. That guy's doing this. <laughs> like, I'm running that way. I, I like the fact that I watched it on my computer before I saw the reflection. Yeah, there's a nice replay of the, the game right there. <laughs> so yeah, it's it it this this playoff format makes no sense to me. I get I get you want or Apple wants more games because of money and all that stuff. Because they thought Messi was going to be in the playoffs. Well, was that even the case? Because weren't these? Play, I think these playoff format was announced at the very beginning of the year before Messi was even. You'll never talk. You'll never talk me out of it ever. You'll never convince me that's not the reason. I think oh, they did. I am. I am sure next year, Apple's going to find a way to convince MLS to let every team into the playoffs to guarantee Messi's going to be there no matter what. And it'll all be in the Miami area. <laughs> every every game for every team. Yeah, they're going to go COVID style. That's right. They're going back have, to the bubble. Yeah, they're going to have the the bubble down in. Uh, they'll they'll share it between Miami and Orlando and just do everything there. Yeah. Uh, so the next thing I want to talk about is salaries. The I'm not going to individual salaries, but MLS Players Association released their uh, salaries for 2023. Uh, few things to know for the Red Bulls: we are one of a few teams. I think it's only like maybe two others that does not have a player making DP money. So Van Zier and Laquinius and Morgan are all allocation money or lower. Uh, that also means we have one of the lowest payrolls in the league. So when is it's like that almost every year, the top salary this year. And clearly it's gotta be because Messi showed up is inter Miami. Yeah. Right. That they're at roughly $39.5 million, which 
there's another point I'm going to bring up in a few minutes about what that really means in terms of the league. But 39.5 million is roughly is the top salary this year. <clears throat> I do find it funny though. The top three salaries are Inter Miami, Toronto, and the Galaxy. And all oh, three sorry, of those are on, are 26th and lower in the overall standings. Now, granted, Miami gets like a, a star next to them because of when Messi showed up. Yeah. Um, the average MLS sal- team salary is $17.3 million. The Red Bulls are all the way down in 26th at a grand total of – do you want to take a guess? Because I don't think you have this in front of you. I don't. So you said – uh, enters what 30 30 something so inter miami is 39.5 the league mm-hmm. average is 17.3 oh i'm gonna say we're like 11.2 very close 11.3 yeah oh look at that are you <laughs> kidding me that's right. Listen, that's impressive right i no, that's not looking at all no idea that's price that's price is right money the bottom team the, the the weirdest thing though is the bottom team in terms of spending is Orlando at nine point six million. They're the second second highest uh, ranking team in the league this year. Hmm. So it's almost like teams pulled off the <clears throat> buy low, play high methodology better than we did. Oh, and St. Louis, the you know the newcomer to the league is at eleven point one million, but number third overall in the league. So yeah. Uh, but this is something I think when we had Pat on the show, we've talked about this before. Oh, actually, you know what? I just see this. I'm looking at this Reddit thread for the, the salaries. In April, when it was reported, um, let's see, where's Miami? Because that's, that's where the data point. Do you want to take a guess what, what Miami's number was in April? Remember, they're at uh, 39.5 right now. I'm going to say it was like 15.3. It was 18 million. Oh, okay. So they doubled their salary based on three guys. Yep. I think though. Now I don't know how much money MLS and the teams make, but I think this is an indication of how much room MLS has to grow in terms of soccer. Because if you look at and I'm not even going to use the Premier League because that's those. I think those wages are kind of inflated. But like, and I'm, I'm probably going to make some numbers off the top of my head here. But Germany, Italy, France, Spain, like the other like top four leagues in Europe, right? I bet you that 39.5 is not even the average salary. Like that's probably low for an average salary in those 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 countries. Oh, I'm sure. And now I know transfer fees are, are a big part of that that are not counted in these numbers, because this is just base salary and, and incentives, whatever. It's not transfer fees, but <clears throat> I can't imagine that MLS is sitting here with less with money not to spend. Right? There's no way we're not past the point that we can start bump putting some money into this and not still have profit left over for the owners. Right. Bumping up the salary caps, bumping up a lot, and then teams don't want to spend, they don't spend. But yeah. And, 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 and maybe incentivizing teams to actually spend a little bit. 
I mean, the only way the only way you're actually going to grow this league is to let the teams spend their own money on quality players around the world and make it not the quote unquote retirement league everyone wants to talk about. And you can actually keep American players, bring in other players from other countries, actually make it a competitive league. That's it. If it's not going to be that, then it's just going to be one of those selling leagues. I mean, if you really want a salary cap, I guess I get it because you could argue to the degree player spent or player salaries can be a little ridiculous at times, but maybe league minimums need to increase. I'm pretty sure the league minimum is still below a hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Um, league minimums increase. You're going to have to probably expand player or the roster size because of all these extra games you're asking players to play, i.e. leagues cup. Yeah. The talent needs to come from somewhere. And the only way it comes is with money. Yep. I know everybody wants to build through their academy because it's cheaper. But realistically, like how many times has the Red Bulls had a um academy player really hit and create an impact on the team? So it's literally literally less than five. Right? Tyler Adams. Mm-hmm. Um Sean Davis. Yeah. And that's, that's, to me, that's pretty much it. Yeah. When you look at the big names. Yeah. Like Aaron Long wasn't an Academy product. He was technically, he, he was, uh, he came from out West and we got him through, I can't, I don't think it was a draft, but he got through some sort of trade with somebody. <clears throat> um, Tim Ream, just cause I, I remember, because he's still in England. I don't think he was an Academy product because our Academy wasn't really great at that time. Yeah. I mean, we let, so Sean Davis was what? Like he started playing 14, 15, roughly. Mm-hmm. And Adams around the time. So in the eight or so year, let's call it 10 years, two players in 10 years. Other academies have a lot more hits. We don't, which is fine, right? It's just how it is. But that means you've got to bring money or you got to bring talent in from somewhere, and that takes money. Yep. All right. Uh, I think that's it for me. Do you have anything else you want to talk about with Dumping Ground? Um, I got nothing. All right. That brings us to the last segment of the show, Truman's Terrible Team of the Week. That's terrible. You know, it's been a while, but I'm going to talk about a team that I, this is kind of like a love-hate thing because I love seeing them fail, but I hate seeing who they fail to, and that is the Atlanta Braves. Best team in baseball all season. Back to being a perennial choke artist in the playoffs. Unfortunately, it was to the Phillies, who I absolutely despise. So I, I just can't have the Phillies win the World Series. Their fans don't deserve it. The town does not deserve to be happy. Um, but the Braves, all their records and playing great and all this and home runs and every stolen base and everything they did, absolutely choked in the playoffs. That also might be an issue with the playoff system, having these, some of these teams not playing for quite a while. Just happened to the Baltimore Orioles and the LA Dodgers. Um, but I'm glad it did happen to the Atlanta Braves because I, I just, I'm not a fan. 
Actually, that reminds me. What's the playoff schedule look like for? Oh, that's not the right year. No, right for now. us, for for MLS. I'm trying to think of when the the world or the um play-in game. Play-in game will be played in like five weeks. That'll be the first game of the the first round of the playoffs. So if the Red Bulls make it, their wild card game is Wednesday, the twenty fifth. And then they would have to play presumably the weekend of the 28th. So I'm pretty sure they played three weekends in a row mm-hmm. um, before the international break. So, yeah. At least we're not at, off as long as other leagues, but still. It's still all very silly. <laughs> it is. So, by the way, speaking of Philly fans, you reminded me. I loved watching the sadness wash over the fans of, of the Eagles <clears throat> during that game against the Jets. Oh, that was delightful. It was. That was first, ever, first ever time we beat the Eagles and, and to see their fans literally crying in the stadium over a regular season game. Also, you heard how loud it was with the Eagles fans in MetLife Stadium. Like, I don't, I don't appreciate that because there was clearly tons and tons of them. But, yeah, seeing them go silent and the place roar uh, when the Jets pretty much ended that game on that interception, that, that was fantastic. Yeah. I've watched those highlights a lot. Really not, not so much because it was the Jets winning, but because it was the Eagles losing. So I watch them for both. Makes me feel good. <laughs> I, need, I need to look good in my life. The Giants stink. And yet here I am wearing the, the, their shirt. You, you know, we, we play – we're we're on the bottom this week, and then we play you guys after that. Yeah, I go all in on the Jets. You're the only team with a chance. The Giants don't have a chance. The Giants are terrible. And Aaron Rodgers may somehow be back within six months. Oh my God, Mister Anti-Vax was somehow following medical science and making a breakthrough. <laughs> <laughs> like who the fuck had that on their bingo card this year? Yeah. All right. Uh, you can visit us. Let's start this one up. You can visit us at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. One dollar a month is all you need for exclusive content, such as anything we decide to do because we don't do our monthly wrap ups. <clears throat> uh, we do have a few, I think, in the work in terms of we do. Patreon things. We just haven't had a chance to schedule. So, yeah, <laughs> that's not true. We tried to you. You tried to schedule one of them and just didn't work out so far. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. We're, yeah we're getting we have there. a couple couple ideas uh, going on. Uh, email us redbullrant at gmail.com if you want to call us 973-348-5329 facebook.com slash redbullrant on twitter because I refuse to call it x at redbullrant for the show at doc this suits myself at the Truman for Truman subscribe to us via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube Music YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast last words before we get out of here if you're going to lose Please be down three nothing after the first half, so we can tune out the second half and now have to sit through like a one nothing loss. Just, just make it, make the pain easier. Yeah, just make it easy for us. Um, <laughs> but if you're not going to do that, ask for just one simple thing. It's not that hard, except for when Tom Barlow's in the lineup, and that's when. Yep. All right. So for Truman and myself, this has been episode four 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 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls. See ya.